Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Chopping It Up podcast. I am your host, Chartel. And I'm Ferris. What's up, people? Yes. And I'll be honest, y'all, we're going to be winging it today. It is hot as fuck here in Minnesota. I feel like it's disorienting all of my brain cells. I feel like uh, Wakanda out in this bitch. Look, I'm trying to tell you, you can't even see straight. So, y'all, we have a great episode again today. You all responded really well to the women in entrepreneurship. So, we have um, our guest, Courtney Bivens, here with us. I will let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Courtney Bivens, uh, paralegal and owner of Kelsey Chick Paralegal Services. Um, I'm glad you guys invited me here today. So, yeah, definitely a pleasure to have you on. Yes, Thank sure. you. We are excited. Doing All right, big things guys. out there, right? Like I can't wait to dive in. First, you guys know we start with Blase Blase and our segment, and so we want to talk about how many people are outside now. COVID is gone. It ain't real. Like Man, we outside gone. in this bitch. It disappeared. Gone, gone. It disappeared. It disappeared like Trump. Right. <laughs> Gone with the wind. It was here and gone. (laughs) Yes. But no, here in Minneapolis, like all of our restrictions are lifted. People outside in these streets, like it's crazy. Yeah, and your home city, your hometown, I mean, that shit's been gone. Let me tell you. So there was like this (laughs) meme that was like Georgia. It was like Georgia during COVID and Georgia after COVID. Same same thing. Right. (laughs) People outside eating and drinking. I said, yes, that's it. So we did have a little bit of restrictions here in Minnesota. We got a, we got a pretty competent governor. So exactly. Um, so yeah, but the restrictions are lifted. We are out here. It's been a crazy heat wave. Um, I think today it's I don't even know ninety I think it's, degrees and it's it feels no, better. Yeah. Is it 90 but it's just not as humid. I think yeah, it's like eighty five. Oh, okay. something. It but I mean, terrible. compared to I think it was uh, on Thursday it was ninety seven and it felt like one hundred five. Yeah, yeah. And then my like family whole heat wave like warming. for a whole week. Right, and my family out in Vegas was like. Man, you need to stop complaining about that heat. It's going to be 115 next week. I don't even know what that like, means. Like literally like three days in a row. Yeah. That's, that's hot crazy. as shit. Wow. It is. That's all right. right. I mean, I like the heat. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not going to lie. This heat, I'm kind of loving it. Yeah. Um, but at 115, that's all right. Right. <laughs> I thought my car that's was going right. to melt. I had to put it in a garage. Right. I was like, this shit about to melt. Man, so. then being black, it's like I'm wearing like long sleeve black, Look, black shirt you. all day, every damn I'm day. Just, I'm like, man, it's hot as shit out here, man. Right? No, that's crazy. Um, so what are some outdoor activities y'all are looking forward to doing? I'm going kayaking today. Nice. I want to get on a boat soon. Yeah. Um, I let it get a little cooler. Mm-hmm. But like last summer when we went on that boat, that shit was shit fun. Was like I want to just be laid back. I kind of want to do that for my birthday, but mm-hmm. um, that's right. stuff is just... You and I got birthdays coming up. Wait, when's yours again? <laughs> June 27th. Okay. All right. Cancer. Yes. Yeah, cancer season, Look, July 4th okay. out here. I don't say 4th of July, it's July 4th. I know that's right. Look, we saw the Juneteenth, Juneteenth right in this look exactly yeah. what I'm about to say. July 4th. What? So, hereby recognized as Ferris Glover's birthday. So, yes. yes, that's what we're doing out here. So, blase, blase, what's, uh, what are we talking about? I mean, truthfully, just like how people are outside. Like, we outside, we, you know, we spent here in Minneapolis or Minnesota, like, we spent so much time inside, not only because of winter, right. but also the pandemic. So, exactly. I feel like we all been waiting to get exactly. outside. So, I think we've got that double-edged sword. Like, yeah, we're happy, like, the restrictions are lifted, but we've also been inside for damn near a year. But do you, like, think, do, do you think, the, mm-hmm. exactly, do you think there's, there's going to be another spike, though? Because that's what happened last year. Remember, they kind of loosened yeah. it, and then all right. of a sudden... You know, the it kind of spiked and then I, I don't know that it's gonna be a huge spike mm-hmm. just because you got so many people that vaccinated. um vaccinated. Speaking of vaccinations, how y'all feel about Washington handing out joints to get vaccines? Wait, shut really? the fuck up. Wait, yeah. Washington State? Yeah, Washington. I didn't even Books know about trip that. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> Gabe, you wanna go with it too? <laughs> how y'all feel yeah. about that? Because I'm like I didn't even fucking know. Uh, on the, on no, the one side I, like I see the benefit, but on the other side I feel like it's targeted. Cause I mean for real, for mm. real, who is your weed smokers for real? for real white people the white people girl they no no so they, i mean no, i like that but i'm just saying for like weed is something exactly different. Oh, wait, but that's right, different we know their target is more for the black people than it is you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's like yeah it's cool but at the same time like i hear you like, you know, why, this, you. like why this combination right yeah you know what i'm saying why that else? incentive <laughs> right you know what i'm saying that yeah. that's what y'all going for out of all the things <laughs> right in the world we passing out joints if you come get this vaccine like what? Dang, and then minnesota's just all regular they're like oh we'll give you two extra days of pto <laughs> basically <laughs> right know? people driving over each other trying to get to these rural vaccination spots my sister said something funny as fuck the other day she said something just don't sit right about with me about going into a parking lot to get a vaccination I said, oh that's they doing down there well yeah they got anywhere? all these vaccination stations set up in like like for her there's like there's one like the mall parking lot it's all these random places like, okay. you know what? i never thought about that 
They're about, yeah, to, they're about to let a couple salons. Yeah. So salons? Can yeah. Do. Start getting like, look, you know, know get your hair that. done and get your vaccine. Look, that's, the same. Look, that's how they <laughs> got hey. her ass with that syphilis. She ain't about to get me. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm nah. going to the doctor if I get one. I'm going to let a couple, I'm going to let them get a little further down. Like I'll probably get mine in like November out. or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like get the bugs out. Look, I didn't got it. And then I seen the other day I read a report that there's like a heart inflammation with the Pfizer. Oh, shit. That too? Did you get Pfizer? Yeah, so you know, I'm like, look, I'm like checking my heart. Girl, like, see, I, it's time I, to be I, ready to fall out. I just worry, like, in a couple of years, I'm going to be like, yeah, so did you get a vaccine back in da 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 da? Like those commercials. Those commercials right. about, like, yes. mesothelioma and bullshit. Like, nah, <laughs> hell nah. Right. You ain't getting hey, me like that. Exactly. Grow a third arm from the Pfizer vaccine <laughs> right. in 2021. Uh-uh. I can't no, do it. For like maybe a week or so. After I got the vaccine, my best friend called me. Anything new happened to you yet? I'm like, no. She like, all right. No, you gotta check in. You ain't got no extra limbs. (laughs) (laughs) You don't feel like a zombie. No. Well, speaking of that, I actually have a friend. Um, you know her, Ashley. Mm -hmm. Um, you know what I mean. Yes. And so she's actually a, I believe she's a nurse, and she got both doses, and like three weeks later, she ended up catching COVID anyway. Mm -hmm. And so it's like. And see, I don't I've know. Heard th- that. It takes so long to come out with an actual vaccine, so it's crazy that they scrambled and got it in 18 months. You know, I will so. say this, though. I will say this, that they came up, I'm using air quotes for our listeners, they came up with it so fast because they were using previous year's research. So, right, COVID's oh, okay. not like the first thing right. that showed up, right? right? So, I think they, they, A, they had to come up with it so fast because we was out here fucking around with these masks. <laughs> and they based it on previous year's research. Um, and I think that's why people were correlating it with the flu because that's how they come up with the flu vaccine each year. But then you still get the flu because it's like, right, right. like constantly playing catch up, right? right? So, I will say that um, in terms of like how they've come up with it so fast. But my thing is I'm not rushing to get... I don't, I don't take vaccines unless I have to. Like, I had to as a kid. You had to go to school and all that shit, right? Correct. But, like, for me, I'll take it if I have to because I think Europe yeah. is waiting on a reason to not let Americans in. So, exactly. I'm wait till the end of the year and be like, okay, fine. Give it to me so I can travel. But I'm not just getting it for fun, right? And um, see, that right. was my reason. I, um, That's my thing. But I can wait. I've been traveling. Okay. Like, this, this year, I've been somewhere everywhere. Where'd you go? Um, I went to Puerto Rico. I've been to visit my friend in Atlanta. I took my children and my parents to Vegas uh, for my birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm headed to Miami in August. I'm going to Cancun. Damn, going um, there's a Jamaica trip that's getting planned. You got room in your suitcase? Hello. I mean, hello. Pack me up in there. It, it, it's room in my hotel room. <laughs> what are you saying? Hot nigga summer, side nigga summer. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, that's what it well, is. I'm single, yeah. so you don't got to be no side. Look, look, I know this. Say it, girl. Hey, and I'm not. And I'm not really looking for a main. It's all we fun. all have fun. It's all fun. Get it, get um, it. But no, I'm um I've, I've been traveling. I'm 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 moving. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. That, that, that's putting what that I passport say. to use. That's what that single life do to you. It make you travel. Snap. Look, <laughs> like, it make you travel. Right. I can't find my man here. Let me see if he's somewhere else around the country. Like, mm. but I don't even out. be looking. But you know what? I have noticed. Um, Cause I'm very quiet for the most part. Like I'm really shy, uh, but I don't know. Like I'm gonna be honest. You say that, and I'm not buying it. I after you know what? Here's the thing. Not after I hit about thirty-two, then I was like, you know what? This, this shy girl stuff ain't working. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So then I got a little more vocal, and it's funny because when we went to Puerto Rico, um, me and my cousin were the oldest out of the group, mm. but. They, you know, like, come on, y'all, we on vacation, let's flirt. So, you know, <laughs> little me, I think, oh, you looking, hey, baby. Right, right. Hey, what, what, what's going on tonight? Where, where, where the party? <laughs> where the party's at? They like, you about to get us snatched up. I was like, you know what, let me quit playing. Yeah, we might. But um, traveling is where it's at. It's, it's a lot of fun. Fun, mm-hmm. nice. So, Courtney, tell us how you came up with your business. You said Cozy Cheek Paralegal Services. So, um, when the pandemic hit, my kids wanted to come up with a t-shirt line so the cozy chick actually started as a t-shirt line okay um and i'm gonna be honest i'm not no i'm not no salesman i don't sell nothing uh my heart and my passion is paralegal okay okay <clears throat> so that's what i do um i like helping people that it it's joy mm-hmm. um so the kids gave up on the t-shirt line um and then minnesota opened the door for paralegals to be able to represent um individuals in certain situations mainly housing so eviction um is the number one which 
that's going it's going to be tough when the moratorium ends mm -hmm. in um, September, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, they're gearing up. It's only like 10 paralegals so far in the okay. state that have signed up. So it's not oh, wow. even a lot of us. Wow. Um, but opening the doors going to help people. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Excuse me. And, you know, me being a black woman, um, I've been on Section 8. You know, um, I, while I haven't experienced eviction, I've experienced getting turned down for mm. place after place mm. um, or having to pay high ass deposits. Right. Right. Um, so I can identify with these people that need the help. Um, and a lot of times they look like us. You mm -hmm. know, when you're going to legal aid or these places, you see more people that look like us. But the people helping don't look uh, like us. Don't. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, they try to sympathize, but they ain't really been in them shoes. For so, sure. you know, yeah, we can negotiate all day about what we think is right and what's fair and equitable, mm -hmm. but it's not the same unless you've walked in those shoes. Right. Mm -hmm. So that is the birth of Cozy Chick Paralegal Services is, you know, I want to help right. more people. I want to give them the options and coming from that experience, Correct. I know what they're going through. That's dope. Mm -hmm. And especially the people that, you know, that you represent, they're going to be like, oh, OK, so you've actually been in these shoes before. You yeah. know exactly what I'm going through. Right. So that's dope. Mm -hmm. You know, because I've so I used to work for Legal Aid and I used to be at their housing. I used to sit at the housing court and I would okay. help do the paperwork with the clients, you know, talk to the clients. And nine times out of ten, when it's just me and the client sitting there and the attorney is going to negotiate with the landlord, then they're telling me their stories. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, the pieces that they're not telling the attorneys because they know the attorneys don't understand. Right. You oh, know, gotcha. they haven't been in them shoes. And so mm -hmm. when this opportunity arose, it was like, oh, hell yeah, I want to jump on it. Hell yeah, I want to be able to help these people because I know how hard it is in these situations. So so based on what you said, though, <clears throat> if they're telling you that story, would you then in turn go to the attorney and say, hey, this is actually like the backstory. This is even more yeah. just so they can yeah. kind of have more compassion. Yeah. I mean, and it always helped because then the attorney could have that extra information that because the attorney don't look like them. They're not sharing, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And we're talking about intimate details, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, from domestic violence situations, you know, I'm I'm running from my boyfriend and this mm -hmm. is why I keep getting evicted. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when the attorney's in the room, it's I'm going through a situation. Right. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Gotcha. That's, that's the difference. Mm -hmm. Because if I tell you my situation, although you'll sympathize with it, you ain't live that. You ain't you ain't got nobody close to that. So right. you know what I'm saying? Exactly, it, it's different. Exactly. It's very different. So this opportunity um is big. You know, one just for paralegals in general, mm -hmm. but then for, you know, women of color, because we don't get too many too many spaces to to do big things. And when we do, it's scrutinized mm -hmm. um a lot. So Did you know you always wanted to practice law? Or did you kind of slip into that? No, I, <laughs> I've always, you know, when you're a little girl or when I was a little girl and they're like, what do you want to be? I always said a lawyer. Okay. Um, okay. so this, this, this isn't new. Right. Um, however, life happens. Um, I became a mother basically out of high school okay. and I'm not mad, right. you know, like right. I'm not mad. I don't change it. My son, the oldest is 17. And I tell him all the time, I say, you know, you raised me, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and it's honest because I was. 18, 19, what a baby, um, you know, and hell, I've had to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I tell my kids, I didn't go to a university. Mm -hmm. um, I went to an online school. So my day as a young mother, I had two, two small kids at the time, but my day was working at a call center from nine to six, get my kids, we have dinner, we play, I put them to bed, and then I'm up studying. Wow. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that that was for two and a half years until I got my associate's degree. Um, so, you know, it it, it works itself out. Um, but even now, like, I got my degree and it took me three years to break into mm. this field because yeah. it was, you don't have enough experience. Mm -hmm. um, of course, they won't say it's because you're black, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I'll never forget this. I had an interview where me and this girl, she's straight out of high school. I mean, not out of high school, straight out of college. I, at this time, had two years under my belt. I didn't get it. 
because they said I wasn't experienced enough, but you just picked someone with no experience. With no experience. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. it was like, hmm. You know, so me being able to hopefully take this business and like prove a point, not mm-hmm. only, you know, because again, we don't we don't get many spaces. For exactly. sure. And when we do, it's highly fucking scrutinized. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I think we had said this um, <clears throat> on another show that black women account for like over half of the new businesses that have been started during the pandemic. And I think it's just our realization that, um, or our recognition that there aren't many spaces for us, right? You know, we get tired of fighting to even get in the door and then continuing to fight while we're there, right? You know, like you said, we get the scrutiny that no one else gets. Um, It's all, it always seems contingent if we even get the job, right? So, you know, we don't get many places to, to learn, right? To learn and to grow into the role. So I think a lot of us are like, fuck this shit. Let's just make our own way because... We got space. it, right? Let's make our own space. When so. I tell you, so I, um, a lot of information comes from the Minnesota Paralegal Association. That's how I know like what's in the loop. Um, and so when they announced this sometime in 2020, mm-hmm. okay. they announced it. Like there was certain criteria that you had to do and like I was on my game. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as soon as it opened, it was like, oh, wait, you can't do this. You can't do it that way. And, you know, um, and I think now, like, having a full-time job and now, like, trying to also foster my my baby, because that's what it is. That's my baby. Um, it's hard. Yeah, it, It's hard because I need my job so I can take care of my kids. But this, this is my heart. This mm-hmm. is my passion. This is where I know I'm going to shine. Um, so that, you know, that that's hard in itself as well. Um, and then I don't, I'm not selling anything. So that that that's tough because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not my my services in the end. I want it to be a nonprofit, you know, okay. so I don't want to charge anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because right. at the end of the day, if you can't pay your rent, you definitely ain't got no money to pay, to pay somebody. You. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Stay in your place. Tell you stay in right. your place. Um, yeah. You know, so I want to take that off the table. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I still have to be able to feed me and my definitely. family. Um, so my goal is that it's going to be. A nonprofit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to charge people for my services, um, but I want them to know that they're available. Mm-hmm. So, all right, sis, yeah, love it. Yes, I love that. Thank that's you. Awesome. Good deal. Um, so yeah, we talked. So, ooh, I have a good question. Have you had any naysayers along the way? I think a lot of people can get that when they start new businesses or try to do things different than what people are used to. So, as far as like family and friends, uh, they're very supportive. That's good. Um, and it's kind of you know, there's the one in every bunch. Like one, there's the one that goes to college. You know, there's the black sheep. There's this. Um, so, not that I'm the token child, but in a sense, I'm the token child. Um, so my family, my friends, they're always very supportive good. in any aspect. Um, I have a cousin who was going through a custody case and she's like, just explain the papers for me. Cause I'm always like, I'm not a lawyer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Right. At the end of the day, I don't have a law degree. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand it. You know, I went and took some of the same courses, but I'm not a lawyer, Um, but she's like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? You know your stuff. Mm -hmm. You're going to help me. Um, And of course I did. But the naysayers come from working for other people. Always. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, So, you know. Yeah, we're supportive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, to an we, Until, we, like, we like your ideas. You start to get in our way. Right. You know what I'm saying? We right. like your ideas, but uh, now you want to take them ideas and right. actually make them more. Like now we got um, a problem. So it, it, that's been my biggest obstacle mm-hmm. is um, one, being able to show my employer that I can do my job and continue to do a damn good job. And then I can go over here and invest my own time, my own money, my own services to do something that helps people that y'all ain't willing to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it was really funny because attorneys are supposed to do pro bono work. But that's an unspoken thing. Like, mm-hmm. they're supposed to do it, but a lot of them don't. Of course Okay. okay? So when this opportunity arose, this is pro bono. 
I'm not at, at this point in the game. I'm not getting paid to do any of it. Mm. I just want to get my business name out there. Yep. I want to build reputations. Mm-hmm. I want to, you know, build rapport with the community. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. Because I'll keep it honest. I'm a suburb girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But just because I'm a suburb girl don't mean that I didn't have the same struggles, that I didn't see the same things. Correct. Yeah, there wasn't gun violence every week on my block. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean to say that there wasn't violence um, or that there wasn't crime. Mm-hmm. It was different crime, but it was crime. Are you right. from Minnesota? You, um, I'm from Iowa, but I've been here all my life. So pretty much okay. I'm from Minnesota. Okay. What suburb? Um, South suburbs, Burnsville. Okay. Burnsville mainly. I, um, okay. I used to live there. Yeah, I like yeah. Burnsville. Mm-hmm. Burnsville's dope. It's yeah, quiet. It's cool. You know, I'm going to admit, when my parents moved me out there at 13, 14, I was like, where is Burnsville? Like, <laughs> where did, you know, like, where, where where did y'all find this place? Well, says the person from Iowa. Hilarious, right? <laughs> Everything is Burnsville. Oh, oh, no, Hilarious. No. I, but see, you know what? I've never really lived in Iowa. I'm from Iowa. I was born right, in right. Iowa, but I can't. So you moved from Iowa to Minnesota. Yes. So where in Minnesota did you... Burnsville. First move. Well, um, nope, nope. Oh, my, I think you moved yeah. to Burnsville. <clears throat> no, okay. my parents moved to Minneapolis. So oh, okay, gotcha. I lived in Minneapolis uh, like okay. when I was like second, third grade. And then we moved to Richfield, mm. which now Richfield no, is more like of Richfield a city. Yeah, but back in the 90s, it was considered a suburb like Burnsville was. Right. So we lived in Burnsville and then from Burn, I mean, Richfield. And then from Richfield, we went gotcha. to Burnsville. To Burnsville. Yeah. Um, no, Burnsville is cool. I like it. It, it is. Um... <laughs> It's a little populated. So, so real quick. It's a little populated now. Yeah. So. So real quick. So the difference between a paralegal and an attorney, is it is it just the the bar exam or what is the difference? Uh, so put it like this: I am to an attorney what a nurse is to a doctor. So you, you, know you got all the knowledge. So gotcha. I got all the knowledge. <laughs> I do all the paperwork. Yeah. They just go they just and present it in front of the judge. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The name. Yeah, and you know, okay. um, and you know, there's different titles because you have paralegals, you have legal assistants, mm-hmm. you have legal secretaries, legal administrative assistants, which all of it um, goes under one word: support staff. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that's what we are. We are support staff. Okay. No matter what title you like, we're support staff because our job mainly exists to help the attorneys. You know what they kind of don't feel like doing and mm-hmm. what they ain't got time to do. Who you think doing that, all of it? You know, and so it's funny because my dad asked me the other day, "Well, when your business get you know picks up, you're gonna need an assistant or you're gonna need somebody to help you. What title do you give them?" Hmm. And I'm like, "Me being me, I'm gonna give them a paralegal title, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna give them a legal assistant title. I'm gonna give them the title that they feel comfortable with." Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because again, we're all support staff, mm-hmm. um, right. and sometimes I hate that. There's this difference, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes paralegals feel like, you know, they're above legal assistance. But if you break it down, we okay. all doing the same work. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We all doing the same work. Yeah. So. so this is another random ass question because I just seen, uh, I think it's the American People versus OJ. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie or uh-uh. that series uh-uh. on Netflix? Oh, it's dope. Is it really? Yeah. I but anyway, uh, do you ever watch like movies where you see like, oh, my bad, that's where you see like dope. lawyers and stuff and you're like man that's not real or something that's actually accurate you're like oh okay that's um, like that's believable so i did watch that series and that was me okay um i did watch that series and there are moments where it's like really um <laughs> you know like law and order i love law and order me too yeah. girl. but the process like does not move that <laughs> damn fast <laughs> right you know what i'm saying like i wish law and order would kind of like extend certain episodes and it's okay. not you know what i mean so that you could kind of get the full view i mean and you're never going to get the full view on a tv show right um but so that it would be a little more real that one episode would be four weeks long and say, <laughs> right, right. long ass episode exactly. i mean yeah, you know seriously. so you but and so still you get truncated the, <laughs> so you get the feel i mean because let, let, let's talk about trials we were all kids when oj right. went on trial and that was like the biggest thing exactly now let's look at shopping trial mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying now we're adults and it's the same damn thing you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying right. like you know the media publicizes what they want right. for sure um so even with tv shows Again, they they embellish on what they want, and then they embellish on 
You know, they, they leave they out leave certain out stuff. Because what yeah. was, there was a, and the show, was it uh, Chicago 911? There was some show, and it didn't even last long, but it was a black show on Fox. Um, mm. And it seemed more realistic to what we were going through as far as, like, all of these cop shootings okay, and, okay. you know, the protesting. And I can't, like, I can't even think of the name of the show. I think it only had one season. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the first show in which... I felt like it was a more um, accurate, depiction. accurate, you know, depiction of what we're going through from, you know, Ferguson to, you know, Louisville, mm-hmm. like all these things. Like that was the only show that I've seen recently that actually had an accurate depiction. Okay. And for once, um, you know, they was putting us in a better light. Okay. You know, because you still don't, you don't see that. That's probably why it didn't last. Right. It's old. They're, like, they're telling too much. Black's starting to look positive. They had it. Pull this show. <laughs> I, I, maybe they did. Maybe they did. Because, I mean, I, I, I don't see Starting to get too comfortable it. here. Yeah. I mean, just like, like, think Boom. like, K-K-K you know, Tyler Perry, like he was, you know, he's good. Okay. Um, and I love him for, you know, all that he does. But at the same time, I think like they're starting to censor his work. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because Medea ain't the Medea that came out 10 years ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think about if you watch his plays, he, he was, was he was more hungry then though. You gotta think this man's making so much money. He's done built an actual studio. I mean, rivals. but at but at the end of the day, like that vision is what got you there, right? right? The the, the was, need to want to help people and, and let people know, like, we miss Big Mama, right? right. Like, you know what I'm saying? But um, I feel like yeah, at the beginning stages, like he was writing his stuff though. Yeah. Like all of that. Like right. I, I saw him. I, my mom took me to see Medea at the Orpheum. I'm talking like the play. Yeah. Like before it was even blew up. Medea and play. you know and it, was it was the shit, right? Oh, man, that stuff was so funny. And it was funny trying to watch them like hold the composure. Right. It was so funny. So, that, you know, they try, they try to, not like, to laugh. turn around and like you can see like them laughing and right. chuckling. But that was dope. But I mean, once you get so big, he has so much on his plate. Like this, like that's I said, under, he's opening studios, he's movies, and all this. But so at it's the probably same not time, him. Like, but I right, get what you're saying. But though. they're censoring it because it's no longer him. You know what right. I'm saying? And and that's the thing. Like I hate for us as a community because once we get money, we allow other people to step in, and then our vision is watered down. Okay. Our vision isn't the same. Um. So like I said, I I love and respect Tyler Perry because he got his own. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's his. You people are going to his studios now. So. So applaud, but at the same time, like, don't let people water down your vision. And like that for me as a businesswoman is the one thing like, um, so part of this program, I have to have an attorney oversee my, my work. Mm -hmm. Um, and the attorneys that I'm working with, I'm like very excited because they, this is my vision. This is what okay. I want. You know what I'm saying? And if this isn't going to work, then I understand and thank you for the opportunity. But I'm not walking into things that are going to get watered down. You know what I'm saying? If it doesn't work because of this, then help me, <clears throat> excuse me, figure out what works. Okay. But don't water down my vision. And um I see that a lot with all of our, you know, most of our black millionaires billionaires once you get that money then your vision gets watered down like how do you stand up think about diddy he put this whole thing when the tulsa massacre anniversary came up oh we need to fight and we need to take back what's ours but where are black leaders with this money y'all got enough money to start us a bank y'all got enough money to do these things and y'all talk about it but y'all visions are so watered down and you're so used to everybody else having a say so that y'all really ain't got no say so so with me as a businesswoman i hope that 10 years from now when i'm talking about cozy chick being a nonprofit, that my vision remains the same and that i'm not influenced or allow others to water it down so why nonprofit? because you know you know nonprofit at the business level there's a board yeah right Mm -hmm. and the board can vote you out yeah vote whoever in and out yeah yeah and that nonprofit. Why nonprofit one? Because um, the way that they are setting this up, if we charge fees, the fees still have to be charged by the attorneys. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So if I charge fees, I still am not setting my own fees. Okay. Even if it's your own business? Because it's the attorney. 
Yeah. See, overseeing it. So yeah. even with Koji Cheek, you have to have an attorney oversee that. So at least, so there, this right now, we're like not the, not the Minnesota paralegal stuff, like your own business. Uh, my own, no, my own business is my own business. But as far as me submitting paperwork to the court, that still has to be overseen because this is still just a testing phase. I think so we're, during this testing phase. I think we're talking about two different things. Was your question about Koji Cheek being a nonprofit? Exactly. Right. Okay. But so, then, so that's different though than the Minnesota initiative, right? That's no, going on now. That, but that's where the cozy chick arises from this being able to happen. Okay. So in that instance, like I still have to have a paralegal overcheck my work as far as like the documents that I'm mm -hmm. drafting, what I'm submitting to the courts, but they have no say so over cozy chick right. as my business. But if once everything is finalized and this is permanent um if i want to charge a fee for like cozy cheeks. chicks yeah then i would have to partner with an attorney okay to be able to charge a fee so or to, you would have to become an attorney right so okay. to nip that out if i make it non-profit and i'm not charging fees then i don't have to worry about that aspect of it and that is again when we're talking about watering down visions mm -hmm. i don't want to ever get to a point mm -hmm. where i'm asking my clients my customers who are already in you know distress correct for money mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so um yeah the board could vote me out but um that's when you hopefully you go into business and partnerships with the people you trust for sure with people who have the same vision and the same ideals as exactly. you. Um, so, again, like the attorneys that I'm working with on, you know, that oversee my work as far as what's going to the courts, um, I would have no problem with, like, once the state finalizes it, to, to go in with them or ask them to partner with me because nice. we've already set the standard that this is my vision mm -hmm. this is my business mm -hmm. you're this coming is, on to help me right mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yep. um and so again maybe it's all about being open and honest about what you want Definitely. what you see um because sometimes we come to the table with ideas and if we don't really know what we want then others ideas overshadow and before you know it you're in a business based on somebody else's ideas right, right. instead of your own. Yeah. Um, so that's true. That's just kind of how it works. Um, seeing that everything is still in the testing phase. Um, I don't think I, I, I ain't got that far yet <laughs> where I've got to worry about being voted off my own board. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but again, the, the whole idea of nonprofit is because I don't want to charge fees. Mm. Gotcha. Um, and, I, you know, I want to be able to do it based off of donations and grants and things because um, one thing that I'm learning is as a black businesswoman there's so much out there for mm. minorities of course, a lot um, of grants and you know like there, there's Resources. a lot a lot to tap in um, too so that's another avenue um, that I'm looking at and that's why like I don't want to charge at the gotcha. end of the day mm -mm. I love it that's so great. Thank you. You're doing it. I love it so much. <laughs> I should also say Courtney and I know each other from the Black Girls Social Club. Yes. So a little plug for that. Yeah, she's my co-VP. So that's super exciting. Let's, um, so I'll give a little bit of a description because I'm curious to, um, you and I've talked about it, but for our listeners, I'd love for them to know what brought you to that. Um, so a little bit of a background, friends, um, the Black Girls Social Club, we've got over 75 chapters across the country, across um, the world, like abroad and stuff like that. So membership is opening June 25th, 25th through, through the, the 28th. Yes. So check out the website, <laughs> theblackgirlsocialclub.com. Look, see if there's a chapter near you. If there's not, email and we can get one set up. So there's our background. Tell me, So I'll tell you how I came to be a part of this. My sister is the co-president for the founding chapter in Atlanta. And long story short, I was like, oh, my God, that sounds amazing. I want to do that up here. They didn't have a chapter up here. So that's how I came on as co-VP, um, you know, have been leading it until uh, with someone else. But then, you know, they stepped down and that's what brought you to it. So tell me how you came to find this group. So um, I found BGSC on Instagram. Okay. So I followed them on Instagram way before gotcha. they even had a Minneapolis chapter. Okay. okay. Um, and I don't know when you reached out, but I had reached out. 
I don't know, a while ago and was like, hey, are you guys ever going to get a Minnesota chapter? And I never got a response. Shoot. Um, <laughs> I didn't get a response back. And then I checked back or they posted that Minneapolis was opening soon. Gotcha. Um, and when I first saw it, I was like, oh, whatever. Um, but then going through a divorce and things like that, um, my best friend moved. So I just was like, I was kind of all alone. And so then I saw that Minneapolis was open. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to give it a try. And I'm not going to lie. Like, the thought of meeting strangers on the internet, like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like, I'm one of them people, like, somebody's going to try to snatch me yes, up. Girl, like, it's a whole sex you know, trafficking ring. Yes. <laughs> so, like, you know, I ain't never did the internet dating or nothing that. So, oh, initially, like. I missed our last show. <laughs> <laughs> initially, I was like uh maybe and so then I was like I'm gonna join and when I joined which was back in December Mm -hmm. um like right around Christmas time when I joined and like I joined and then like I didn't hear nothing so I'm like I emailed like um in January the beginning of January I'm like I joined like three weeks ago. Ain't nobody said none to me. Like, yes. y'all, like in my right. e- in my email, I'm like, did y'all just take my money? Right. Like, <laughs> you know. And so then, um, then you reached out, and I think a week after me and you kind of introduced, I saw that there was a co, mm-hmm. uh, an opening for co present, and I was like, should I do it? Like. Um, and then it was like, you know what? I really needed to get out of my shell. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an only child. Um. So, and my best friend, like her and I have been friends since we were 12. Okay. Um, and she moved to Georgia like four years ago. Okay. So, you know, it's been lonely because, mm-hmm. you know, I get mad or need somewhere to win and run away. I run away to my best friend's house. And so now that she's not here, it's like, well, damn. Right. <laughs> One, I don't, I don't got nobody to go, you know, hang out with. So it was that social aspect that I was looking for. Um, but then again, knowing that certain things were getting ready to open up as far as my business, I wanted to be able to make connections, meet people. Um, and it was really funny because as soon as I got in, it was like, Chartel's like, oh, I'm a therapist. And I'm like, oh, Okay, you know, <laughs> like it's already clicking. Like, okay, my my paralegal business. If yes. if somebody's going through mental health, I got this. Like, you yes. know, in my head, I'm like, I already got a business All referral system for <laughs> us. Has she, met, has she met Chris Fom? I don't think so. Or have you? Oh, Only at exchange. Okay. <laughs> Yes, when you came out one day, yes, I did um, introduce y'all together. Yeah, as my co-VP, because um, I show up on behalf of the Black Girl Social Club a lot. Yeah, because she should link up with the Elevate Your Network, because, I mean, he's, yeah. a, he's a lawyer, too. So okay. he might he have is, some, yeah, he does business some litigation. sort of connection there, okay. you know what I mean? At least yeah. to figure out no, about your dream or your business where you're trying to take it. You yeah. might be able to help no, or know someone point. who can get okay, even bigger well, maybe we or have invest. We have to make that I'll share his Instagram with your girl. Yeah. Yeah, he's quite responsive. Um, yeah. So, yes. No, good, that's a good, good idea. Guy. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm definitely down. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, I'm so glad that you, A, emailed, right? Sometimes technology. So, when I saw that you emailed, I was like, oh, my God, let me, like, respond to her. Um, so that was awesome. And then, yeah, ever since, you've been, like, hitting the ground running. So, I appreciate yeah. you doing this with me i mean it's, it's been it. fun and you know you've been getting me out of my shell yes <laughs> <Try here. laughs> you, you've been getting me out of my shell um yes. a, a lot and you know that that is the uh that's the appreciation mm-hmm. of the sisterhood yeah, exactly. um you know because again two three four five years ago you could have never paid me to meet up with a group of women really that i met on the internet yeah <laughs> right like, you can pay me for that uh, you know what <laughs> Of the internet, so you you know you could have never paid me to do yeah. it because how creepy is that, right? But mm-hmm. then the times that we live in, it's not like you know people are meeting their husbands off mm-hmm. of uh, Match.com. We literally just talked about yes, that last. You know, last so, best friend did, yeah, there she's engaged. See, so. I don't. It works. It's just maybe because you know, like coming from like AOL, don't go in them girl, chat rooms. Cause look. it's, you know, it's the pedophiles in the I chat rooms, it, girl, yes. you know? So maybe it's that old school that it's like, nah, I want to, I'd rather meet somebody at the gas station mm-hmm. or at the grocery store, you know, even yeah. take it back old school and meet me somebody at the church. Yeah, girl, you know what I'm look. saying? Because back in the day, that's where grandma and sure. auntie sent you. You want right, to go find right. a good, go get a good wholesome man, man. <laughs> go, go to the church. Uh, but the hell church got pedophiles and rapists and shit too. I so, mean, they do. You gotta watch and, out. And then, and then you look. Gotta watch out. They do. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Church isn't the same as it was, though. It's not. You know what I mean? Nothing I mean, but same. nothing is the same. Right. Not not the family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, 
I had a training the other day where we're taking the gender roles off of letters. Like, you know, it's no more dear sir and madam. It's dear person. Right. Really? Yeah. I just made that up. I don't know. Uh, No, no. They're like in the courts. They're shooting for this uh, gender inclusive and, you know, like certain things I understand. But certain things I don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're taking the, 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 for her off of pads. Like what man is walking around with, with pads? Don't like, get me started on that. You know That's, what I'm saying? You know, some some of this shit's know. doing too fucking much. Like I ain't never in my life went to, I think we might've talked about this before. Never in my life paid attention to what got the damn box of the pads or the tampons. Like, hey, I'm mad. I got to buy them shits and I got to pay for them. Right. That's what I'm mad about. But then there was this whole story about, um, people being mad because it has the like gender symbol on them or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is paying attention to that shit? You like, know, they, you know, I and get the. You, you, if you are upset because it has a, the always pad box, whatever, has a gender symbol on it, do you even use this product? A. Do you even use it? If not, what the hell are you doing down at Al? But you know who, you know, who's in these boardrooms making these decisions? men girl men like how the hell are y'all sitting in a room trying to make decisions about and you don't, know, you don't even have you don't know nothing about cramps you don't, don't know, know nothing about mood swings irritability that's let alone that's why i'm gonna remain quiet i don't know like I ain't saying that's that's why i'm like <laughs> really we we taking the the, the feminine logo off of the pads you know like now we don't want low gender logos on the bathrooms like See, I, and I, you know i'll just be honest i don't like any of that i don't like any of that we're we're different we can be inclusive okay but also exclusive it's okay to be different that's why when people talk about like you know this that that buzz term bipoc i don't like using that term i'm black and when i do stuff i do it for black people <laughs> right yes. black people like no oh yes there are other people but i'm doing this for black people right mm-hmm. and then but people don't like that right but there's been so many times when we have been excluded so like when easter ray said all that time all those years ago i'm voting for everybody black i'm like yes sis but yeah. people got mad at her. I get mad at her. I you vote for everybody black. Right. I love Issa Rae. I love her too. Sis is sexy. So that's yeah. my thing. Like, no, I'm, you know, I'm going Ray to got be distinct about Issa Rae. Uh, no, about oh. just voting and loving on everybody that's black. It's called Sue Me. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh. and, and Wale. I like yeah. Wale. His song. My, my ex loved that song. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, called, it's a good song. It's though. called Sue Me, but it. in there he says, "I'm voting, rooting for everybody." Black. Everybody black. Yeah. You know? Like I don't care about all these other shit. And he says multiple times, like he's like, "I'm buying black do rags." Yes, hilarious. You know, I'm buying black businesses and yes. everything um and the song is not that popular why because he's talking about i know about it i'm sure everything download it. everything black yeah everything black i'm and sure you've heard, you've heard that song. you've heard it okay yeah. and it's got uh, kelly price kelly price is uh on the hook. oh i love me some kelly price yeah now. she's she's singing the hook okay and, and, and it's it's a good go-getter song like, perfect i wake up in the like morning it. and i gotta play that okay get me in my mood let me okay. know like we rooting for everybody that's black i'm telling you like yes i'm all about that and i hate hate this like gender i'll just i'll just be honest i hate this gender inclusivity shit like i'm a woman right i'm gonna be a woman you be a man like if i mean fine if you want to use different pronouns that's okay but we got to change the whole fucking system for that shit um like we talked about this another show how people like you know trans people or people in the lgbtqia bc community are like they got too many initiatives they do and they're mad if you don't (laughs) Like, they're mad if you don't want to date someone that's trans. But we talked about that. I was that. like, damn, but they had it all them? I thought it was just LGBT. Like, but damn. You, no, they got lists like oh, LGBTQTACB. Okay. Like, yeah, no, it's, 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 you don't want OPP? Yeah, you're so stupid, man. But that's it. And it's like, you know, just like when you're dating, you have preferences. Like, right. I don't want to date anyone trans. I don't mean I'm a shitty ass person. It just means I have preferences. But well, you want to make a whole platform about it. I ain't got time. We look, got bigger issues going on. Biden still ain't absolved student debt. I can't be worried about everything now. Look, I mean, shit going on. he ain't absolved student debt. Girl, we I still can't be worried about on, this shit. We're, we're still waiting on the, uh, the police damn reparations, all this shit. Um, Y'all mad about a damn signal on a fucking was, box? What was that? Uh, and, and nothing to the, the Asian community. Asian but hate. what was that law that they just just passed anti-asian I, hate law i mean that 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 was quick right mm-hmm. it, yeah. it happened like that but y'all still sitting on the police brutality well, act. Have, yeah. i mean that community has the money and the resources to lob you know push lobbyists so do we no i don't think so do we. i think they are a model uh their model they're a model community foreigner is not no, the right mod- word it's called a model minority model minority that's it 
they, you know, they have the positive stereotypes, right? And I'm not saying it's okay, like, but I'm saying, like, they are the model minority. Asians are typically viewed Why, as smart. Though? Girl, so, so, social... Society. society, society. They 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 have deemed you know so the you Asian know what community y'all as read? model minorities. Y'all know what y'all gotta read. Y'all gotta read uh, "State of Emergency" by Tamika Mallory. Um, okay. I read it. I have it seen is, that. Uh, out. It is a good book. Is um, it okay? And and she points out some of those. Tamika, feel free to send uh, over endorsements. Does it make you, Does it piss you off? Is it like one of them that like? It, it's, it's good, it doesn't piss read? you. It okay. doesn't piss you off, but it's very eye opening. Okay. Um, you know, especially growing up in Minnesota. She lists certain other events that mm. I'm going to be honest, I ain't never heard of right. before reading her book. Um, you know, even my dad, like after I read the book or while I was reading the book, start talking with my dad about certain events. You know, he brings up that before there was Martin Luther King, there was Megar Evans right, uh, or Evers, you know, and I'm right. like, I'm looking at him like, who is that? And yeah. he's like, what do you mean? Who is that? Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, well, they don't teach that in school. Right. For sure. They don't. A lot of stuff we don't you know. know and, and now what slaves are, were, uh, what, what is the new, um, what is the new term that they're getting ready to put in the history books? Like involuntary slaves? Like in, uh, Oh, I don't know anything about that. I yeah, not, not indentured servants, but it's some uh, involuntary 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 uh, in, involuntary servitude. Yeah. Like that that again, there we go, watering down our vision, right? Or right. watering down the truth. White people had enslaved blacks, if anyone has been confused. <laughs> but then you know, I watered but down. Then you know they're shit. gonna retort with, well, you know the Irish. You know, Asians were white people you know, had <laughs> enslaved but, uh, blacks in America. No, but what I was going to say is, it, is it kind of like, have you seen or listened to sixteen nineteen? I the love the sixteen nineteen project. Mm-hmm. It's on. You can. It's, it's a like podcast. A podcast. It's bomb. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, yes. it's, it's that shit makes you want to go out right. <laughs> Seriously, okay. like, and it's, it's that podcast eye-opening. that has started the conversations about teaching race theory in schools. Correct. But a lot of Republicans don't want that. Yeah, they shut um, it down. And it's, it's and not, not, and, the and not just the in uh, the U.S. Even over in U.K., they said that they don't they don't want that. Well, but, but think about why? the U.K. The U.K. Why? is the racist cousin of America. I mean, but, but why? Well, I mean, let's, let's let's no. Talk literally, about, that's why because right. it makes white people look bad. Right. Because they have to talk about they have to talk about their wrongs. Hey, let me let me interject. Not all white people, you know. Someone's going to get Agreed. mad. Agreed. Nope. We're not not all, all white people. Folks, no, just, of course right. not. Of course but not. those who don't want to talk well, about it, they don't want to talk about it. But I mean, we it. know why. It's because they don't want their kids to be like, damn, like all this shit happening because mom and dad or grandma and grandpa, they're going to play it like, oh, you know, it was never that bad. Right. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Think about I it. I mean, like, that's, they, that's they how always they downplay it. But that's how they do it now. That's how they do it now. I mean, think in the last, what, since Trayvon Martin. Like, have we got to heal from that one? No. Did we heal from Mike Brown? No. Did we heal? Are we going to heal from Breonna Taylor? No. Mm. We're not healing from George Floyd. We're not healing from any of these names because we are forced to sweep it under the rug. Right. Because that's that's what generation after generation see, after generation but the th- but the thing is, has taught us. And not to interrupt, but it's just the fact that social media and media just in general is so much widely broadcast now like this yeah. shit is not new like yeah. that's why i feel like a lot of people are thinking like oh damn there's all these police shootings there's all it's always Ooh, been going right? you go back to emmett till yeah like all this stuff has been happening people have been talking about this for years you know what's new? like it's funny i was just listening to not to cut you off richard pryor like great stand-up comedian like but all the comedians talk about the current same. events right shit that's going on right now He's talking about police brutality and his shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep going back. Bill Cosby brought it up. Mm-hmm. So, like, this shit's not yeah. new. It's just you have more ways of seeing it now. Yep, that's me and my dad had that same conversation. So, <clears throat> and I asked him. I said, Dad, what's changed since Emmett Till? And he said, Phones, gas prices, phone, <laughs> phone, hilarious, phones, internet. You know what I'm saying? The fact that now we can show you right away versus it having to travel from mm-hmm. this city and state, you know, by word of mouth. Now it's on the internet in 2.5 seconds, right. you know, or hell as it's happening. Yeah. George Floyd as it's happening. <clears throat> so I, we know why they don't want this to be, you know, taught in schools. And then my, my problem with that is again, why? And but I think about too like you know parents of kids. I don't have kids, but I think about that, and it's like you have to have hard conversations with kids, right? People will say all the time, like, "Oh, wasn't that long ago? Fifty well, some years ago is pretty pretty damn recent, right?" And it and it doesn't. Yes, 
you know, white people look bad from this story, but like, how hard is it to say, yeah, that happened then. This is what we're doing to fix it now. I don't know why our ancestors like did that. You know, we can come up with lots of things, but yep, this was a, you know, a terrible thing, you know, America did. And this is what we're doing to make it different. This is how you can be kinder to people. Like, I don't know why, you know, um, I'm thinking about the Republicans who don't want this taught and probably, I'll just say politicians who don't want this taught in school. And it's like, yeah, you can acknowledge something that's been done badly, like in the past and also bring it back to the present and say, yep and this is how we can do better right mm-hmm. so it's not like you teach this you know the the true history of america and you leave it there right it's like yeah this is how we came to be this is it was super shitty and this is why it's so important to be kind to people now that's why it's so important to like you know not be discriminatory that's why it's important to do all these things right yeah. and i don't know why <laughs> that part of the conversation is so hard to have or why no one's talking about that right because it's, it's still happening well, yeah, and that, that, then it needs can, to be changed. Can. Right, that, so then it brings, the you know, now you have to change, right? So it's right. like, okay, I guess, like you said, if you acknowledge that it happened, now you have to do changed behavior. And if you don't change your behavior, then it does become, ooh, yeah. what fucks the problem? You know what's wild? But y'all get out there and vote. That's that's the point of all this <laughs> you, vote. Right, you, you, know, you can't, though. Uh, check this out, though. So on Wednesday, this f- past Wednesday, okay. my uh, little cousin graduated, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Derek. Graduated with honors. Congrats, Derek. He got a full ride to the U of M. All right. Ooh, What's he going to study? Does he know? Uh, biochem. Get okay. it. Like, Good okay. luck, Ochem. Right. <laughs> we'll ask you after that Ochem class. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, he went to Minnetonka, and it's just crazy that, so I don't know what it's called. You know, the um, like the valedictorian has their, yeah. their speeches and stuff like that. Yeah. And like they brought up George Floyd, they mm-hmm. brought up like progression, and it's like that's the generation you can see it like starting to, For to sure. change, yeah. right? And uh, it's funny just looking around the crowd because I'm just sitting there like looking yeah, at other see? people, and like man, you see like older folks kind of rolling their eyes of as soon as like George Floyd's name came up, of just course. instantly you can tell like it hit a nerve with some people, right? Yep. But it's like that's dope that they actually allowed that platform. Yeah. To actually speak on that. And like the kids were like, you can see like the younger kids, like it could have been like little brothers and sisters and mm-hmm. they're just like nodding along. And they're like, yeah, we got to. But like, it is, so it is dope. this generation. That, that, it's, that next generation is definitely going to hopefully kids. make some change. I think they're yeah. going to save the world. It's like our George kids. Because one thing is our kids are not, they're way more fearless than mm-hmm. we've ever been. Um, yeah. Well, and I think which, it, for them, it doesn't make any sense why we're excluding people, right? right. It's like, why am I treating that. you like shit? Right. right. So I think for I them, it's like, really, well, kind of, what the fuck? Like, why are we treating people like this? So I think for them, it I just mean, doesn't you make know, sense. Even though they said it wasn't like segregation was over in the 60s and 70s, I can, you know, think back like being a little kid. My cousins lived in Minneapolis and, you know, in South Minneapolis, you know, like the 30s and the, mm-hmm. the early 40s was all black. Right. And then you hit like the mid 40s to the 50s. And then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's it's a whole different thing. Um, so, you know, they're not going to talk about it because you have to acknowledge that it's still happening. Yeah. And that's the part that I don't think they want to talk about is the fact that it is mm-hmm. still happening. It's not stopped. Right. So how can you acknowledge that it's a thing of the past mm-hmm. when it's not? Right. Well, let me tell you, I, like y'all said, this generation coming up under, they having all them conversations. They calling out their racist uncles, pappies, oh, yeah. mammies. They doing all of it. So My I'm like, live y'all life calling people karens like mm-hmm. he calls me the other day and he's like mom i was just in the store and i had to let karen know and i'm like who, <laughs> who is karen right and he's like i don't know some lady she she told me not to park in the handicap and i'm like why were you parking in the handicap? He was, right. like, he was well, like why were you doing that no, well he had just took his my dad his grandpa to the mm. store and they needed to go out he, he my needs dad to be sent close. them back. Exactly. No, my dad sent them back, and since he still had the sticker, oh, gotcha, he gotcha, went gotcha. and parked in the handicap. Well, yeah, he did wrong. So he had the sticker, but the Whoa, older gentleman and the wife who saw him, you don't know if maybe he's Mind mentally handicapped. Exactly, exactly. You don't know what right. handicap, but Mind because he's six one, he's dark skin. Y'all assumed ain't nothing wrong with him, and uh, mm-hmm. she told my son, "You're not supposed to be parked over there. That's not." I hope for he cuts you. that bitch out. And he told, he told her, and I quote, if your husband doesn't teabag you, I will. 
Okay, well, look, Damn. snaps to the sun. And I'm like, son, you can't be talking to people like that. <laughs> Girl, no, I think he did right. And, and he's like, my mom, like, Good for she should have minded her business. I know that's right. But that just goes to show you because me, I probably would have just shrugged it off. Oh, whatever. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? But no, my, son, my son was like, nah. Like, you, since that. you felt the need to say something. Did he say smart. what she did after? Say right. Um, did, they, did they walk the fuck on? Her husband told her, come on, honey. I know that's right. He know what's up. <laughs> come on, honey. He said, bitch, shut up. Man, he look, right. <laughs> Like, you want some of this old you man? Mind he's your like, fucking no. Look, right, he's like, let me you get my ass inside. He's like, he's riding in the car like, bitch, you about to get me fucked up. Like, what like, like, going on here, man? Like, yeah, shut up. And when, I, when I tell y'all my baby is big, like, he's 6'1", 225 pounds. <laughs> that white man, you know, he's solid. He said, Karen, let's go. Right. Her name ain't Karen. He's calling her Karen, too. He's like, shit. That shit's hilarious. So that was awesome. Courtney, thank you so much for coming on. We truly appreciate you. We will, of course, wrap up, you all know, with our exhausted segment. And since you are our guest, Courtney, what is exhausting you? It can truly be anything. And it can be Chartel. You can be real. (laughs) I am delightful. (laughs) Um, You know what? I think right now working two jobs Mm -hmm. is exhausting. Um, because when I'm not working, I'm working. Right. Um, and in in that, I'm a mom, and mm-hmm. that's another full time job. Um, so the idea that I'm always working yeah. is exhausting right now. So y'all see, while I always be traveling, I need a break. I need a break in between. Break. So um, that's kind of it, you know, <laughs> okay. like just working. It. Um and trying to live life know, you right, know girl. not be profiled Look, right trying <laughs> you know to stay alive like, shit. um and and as a mom like i got two teenagers mm-hmm. um so them being on the go is exhausting because i got one that's driving with license mm-hmm. one that got a permit yesterday oh congrats <clears throat> thank you there so you um you know trying to keep up with them yeah is exhausting you know because 17 year old son mm-hmm. he don't want me in his business yeah 15 year old thinks she run me. I know that's mm. right. So, and, and the nine year old, he's still glued to my head. Yeah, he just lives. Um, he just lives. So, you know, that's that's what exhausts me. But I, okay. I love life. Um, I love being a black woman. Yeah, I know so, that's right. You know, me too. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all smiles. There you go. You want me to go or you got it? I got it. Uh, I am exhausted by these slow ass drivers in Minnesota. <laughs> and I'm not a fast driver. And so At it's all. just been. It's just been over the past like week. I've been like, what the fuck? Where you are y'all like not going? Daisy. Look, but it depends. If I got my contacts <laughs> in, I can see and I can drive. Glasses slow me up a little bit. I got depth perception issues. So, but we uh-huh. good. I'm, I'm wearing my contacts today. And I'm just like, why are y'all driving so fucking slow? Like, I was talking to my sister who lives in Georgia and, you know, traffic is traffic because of like a lot of cars. So I was telling her, I was like, no, traffic is traffic here. Just congestion. Like cars will just drive slow. And create this big backup. And once you pass that one slow car that's doing it, the whole freeway is open. Yeah. So I'm like, that's the shit that pissed me up. Pissed me up. I'm like, well, damn, I wish it was like a congestion issue, like numerically. We just got too many damn cars. No, we just got too many slow cars. And what gets me too, ooh, Midwest, it's just driving just straight. You're not looking left. You're not looking right. You're you're just driving. Like you're the only car on the fucking road. Oh, you don't see saying. me merging? <laughs> slow, either slow the fuck up or speed the fuck up because you're not the only car on the road. Yeah. Man, then when and you, shut when I blow my horn. And then when you ah! try to drive around and look at them, they just be. And that's what I'm saying. They just right, drive straight. They're not even looking. They're they're not looking. Even looking. Like, oh, that's shit. what I'm saying. Like, they just driving straight, not even aware of any other cars. Because they know you staring. Exactly. They know you staring. I hate that shit. So that's yeah, what I'm exhausted I be doing that shit sometimes. Sometimes I just drive slow. Cause you're just in a zone, like you ain't got nowhere to be. Apparently, yeah. sometimes yeah. no one else does either. Apparently, I'm like, y'all but I do out get here over. Fucking driving? You know, at least get no, over. No, they drive in a fast fucking lane, just cruising, and not even like five over. They might be going to speed limit, or mm. made like the speed limit is fast for them. So that's oh, the shit yeah. that it, that annoys yeah. me. And I'm, if I'm driving faster than you, you need to get off the road because I'm not a fast driver. Yeah, it's hit or miss. I mean. So that's what that's I, I mean. Living out in California, the motherfuckers drive like it's fast and furious. Right. I lived I in the South in Atlanta. <laughs> they drive like it's NASCAR. <laughs> so it is the Midwest that there. everyone's just slow as hell. Yeah. I hate but at the same time, it. when you don't have anywhere to be, so just think if you're in Atlanta, it's like, damn, you got grandma riding your ass in your yeah. Buick yes, flying at like right. 80. Flying with a gas tank. <laughs> and that's the slow lane. You're yes. like, God damn, there ain't Seriously, nowhere else to go. Right. Ugh. But shit, what's got me exhausted yes, is friend. this heat. Mm-hmm. Like I know a lot of people think Minnesota does not get hot, but it's there's no middle ground. It's either cold as shit mm-hmm. or, or it's like instant ass sweat. Right, right. And that shit is like, like where did fall like, go? We, right. 
Spring. Wait, fall. I'm like, where are you going? What, yeah, what are those? Spring, we, we, right. don't, we don't get exactly. those. It would just pass me. Yeah. Nothing. But yeah, like, um, yeah, I would just say the weather, but it's that lets fun. you know where I'm at right now in life. It's if I can complain about the weather and not a lot of other shit is, is going wrong. Yeah. But I would good. say uh, for those who have not checked it out, check out 1619. Mm-hmm. Okay. The project. Mm-hmm. 1619. 1619 no, project. It's, it's, that shit is eye opening. It's going to piss you off. It's going to make some people uncomfortable, but you have to like, I mean, to, you have to be uncomfortable for things to change. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, but that's what has me exhausted. All right. Once again, we definitely appreciate having you on. Yes. Thank you. How can they find you, sis? What's your tags? Um, Miss Coles, Miss Coco B. But you got underscores, too. Yeah. Uh, Damn it, BTSC. Hilarious. Yeah, look, I don't even know. Look, <laughs> that's the air we're living in. We don't know our social media. <laughs> well, dude, start with your business Instagram. Um, hold on, I don't have look. No, Hilarious. Not. We all look, plan. I am so bad. You all right, so yours is Miss Coco B mm-hmm. underscore BGSC <laughs> underscore MPLS. Oh, you love follow, it. You follow me? Yeah, cool. Okay. You know this. <laughs> Gonna play brand you gotta new. know who follow you, girl. It could be spammers out here. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait. Check. Let me let me get the other. So that's one Courtney's personal one. We're gonna get her uh her business one up too. All right. She gonna find me play it. the uh Jeopardy do, do, theme song. Exactly. I know, right? So my <laughs> eight years later. It's, it's just at Cozy Chick Care Legal Services. <laughs> yes. And services is SVCS. Perfect. Sure. Um, all right. You guys yeah. be able to find her, connect with her, kept keep up with what she's doing. You all know how to find us at Chopping It Up. Official Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, so Spotify, Apple, Apple Music, YouTube. Pandora. We're out there, Pandora. So you guys know where to find us. We look forward to seeing y'all next week. Bye. Peace, motherfuckers. Bye bye.